0: That's embarrassing. You're not your you're not yourself in the morning.
1: Well, we normally record in the morning.
0: Yeah, I know. That's why I always dominate. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> oh
1: yeah. Uh, oh, it's gonna be one of those days, Josh. I'm feeling pretty frisky. I can tell. Welcome to the intro. I'm Josh Anderson. I'm Bob Galen. Bob just said we're going to do a quick intro, so everybody, start, so so, start your stopwatch. So two bits, what? Are four you saying, bits? Oh, is this a thing?
0: Six bits? A, eight? a dollar?
1: What is this a thing? This is a thing. I don't. I don't know this thing.
0: This is like I don't know where it comes from, but there's like two bits, four bits, six bits, a dollar. You've never heard that? Is this mid? 20th century yeah this was back with uh you know sort of believe the kid yes yeah. <laughs> when I was on my horse okay. robbing banks. <laughs> okay. Yeah. uh so metacasters we're talking about hard bits we are part two part 2 oh, this is gosh.
1: part 2 of hard bits Do you what know it, what I, bit, you don't like the duh? no I I I felt obligated to say part trois. two, but I knew I can't wait for toi uh, oh, gosh that's <laughs> Why do I do this to myself? <laughs> I'm uh, sorry. Uh, what's the topic today, Josh? Uh, today we are discussing telling your boss they're wrong. Oh, that's a hard bit. Yeah, it is. It's, it's a good it's, thing we spent about a half hour on it. Yeah, topic. yeah. Let's get him onto the episode. Onto the think? episode. Yep. Let's do it. Welcome to the Medicast. I'm Josh Anderson and I'm Bob Galen.
0: Hey, yes. everyone. So, everyone, Medicasters. Oh boy, you're getting the double birthday boys. That's right. Uh, This is, we're recording on August 18th, so it's Josh's birthday.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Say happy happy birthday to you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. And then my birthday was yesterday. Can you imagine, Metacasters, that Josh Anderson and Bob Galen were born one day apart? That's terrifying. And what is it, 20 years apart? No. 20-ish,
1: 19.
0: 19 years apart. 19 years apart.
1: Mm -hmm. 19 years and one day.
0: And one day. It's amazing. Round
1: up, it's 20 years. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i love the
0: math with your forte in, in college wasn't it sir yeah no no just round that sucker up yeah um so we're we're feeling pretty frisky well, I, am, yeah, I am i bob. am bob is feeling frisky you're uh, is it and you're 45 i am 45 uh, that's such a milestone is it i think so why halfway to 90 babe okay <laughs> imagine yourself
1: at like 45 more years of wear and tear oh i'd rather not <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so uh, and
0: and and we're in a different location we are we're in joshville
1: <laughs> i i took a trip down name at
0: that this is joshville and, and medicasters what a freaking hall over hill and dale, I had to get out and hike. I had to like, I had to like pull the car over some mountains to get here. Yeah, that's how far away. It's Fuquay, Verena, Verena, yeah, yeah, Fuquay, Verena. That even sounds far away from from civilization, doesn't it? Do you know what our town motto is? <laughs> I'm waiting. <clears throat> Drink a lot of beer and get drunk.
1: A dash more. A dash because there's a hyphen there's between February. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> boy. Yeah, I hope clever. I hope they didn't pay a lot to the uh creative mind that that pulled that out. It's a lot better than the containment area for relocating Yankees. Yankees yeah. Carry,
0: yeah, that's carry right. y'all. Don't even talk smack to Carrie. We'll come down here and we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll sort of take over your butts. Down no, here. you won't. Yes, it wouldn't. We'd, Bring We take over everything. Bring it. Right, yeah. money. Money walks, man. We'll just okay, buy a few play. Fine. Yeah, just buy it. That's what we do. <laughs> buy it.
1: <laughs> All right. We should probably talk about a topic. Yeah, we should <laughs> get us on track, Josh. Uh so we are going to this is part two of our hard stuff. Series. This is hard bits. This yeah. is hard bits part duh. Yes. Why do you always I like do the that? part duh? Duh. Duh. <laughs> Jeez. What what has happened today? Okay, so in part two. Yes. We are going to talk about... uh, You might hear this. That's Bob's list of things that he brought, and he handed one to me. I was trying to help. I thought it was kind of... I thought I. I
0: brainstormed Medicasters what kind of hard bits in in our series. This may be... I don't think we've ever done a greater than three-part series. Yeah. We might be able to do... We might be able to squeak out a few... We
1: we could. We could. So today's uh, initial topic, and then we'll see where it goes... Okay. Is telling your boss they're wrong or your boss's boss or somebody just one of the things I know I struggled with in my career was managing up. I was terrible at it. And there was one year like 2015 where that was my personal mission to get better at that. And I actually reached out to a dear old friend of mine, Mr. Robert Galen. And he,
0: I didn't th- th- know you. I thought you were say someone else.
1: And he helped me. Did
0: I give you advice?
1: You said some words. And and what were they? <laughs> just shut up and do it. Really? That's pretty much yeah.
0: Yeah, it sounds like me. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like something I would say. Hmm. So how did that work out? Now, if it worked
1: out well, I'll take credit. If it didn't uh, work out, it's despite on you. the advice, it did work out well. Did it work out okay? Okay. Well, well, I found my way. We'll just say that. Okay, cool. Which we'll talk about
0: today. Cool. I mean, I think the 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 initial thing is uh fear Mm -hmm. is overcoming and i don't care how how cocky you are or how full of yourself you are i think everyone has a bit of fear hierarchical fear i think it's inherent in hierarchical systems Mm -hmm. where people lead by fear maybe not big a fear maybe not that it's intentional but there's a fear of your boss not taking the feedback right uh, or there's a fear of, I mean, literally there's a fear of sometimes you can, you know, that one
1: statement can can marginalize you. and, and Well, and what we're talking about here is like there's a, there's a sizable rift. Not like, hey, you know, I think the wall should be blue instead of light blue. We are talking, we're going left, and I believe we should grab the wheel and hard turn all the way to correct. the right. You're wrong. So yeah. that's when things get a little bit nervous because like, Hey, like is this person just going to be like, nah, screw you, you're out. Or what's going to happen. Right. So that, so that's the, that's the initial fear that, that everyone is presented with. Fear of failure of
0: communicating fear. The other thing is you can be wrong, right? So, so there's, it's multi-layered fear and I'm not trying to make it too complex, but I think that's the inhibitor for folks can we take a step back from this? Why not? And and talk about what do you do before you get to this moment?
1: Okay. I like that.
0: Like like don't like if you do nothing to do relationship building. I think this is you should be afraid of this moment. Right? Like if your boss is making a huge mistake and you need to correct them and you've done no relationship building. And I mean true relationship building, not saying hi, how are the kids, et cetera, not not camaraderie, but you build a relationship. I don't know. Then, then I think this conversation is different.
1: What do you think? And what is what does relationship building look like? Well, um, that, that's that's something that I took advice from you when I started this new job. Um, was that I found value in. Sitting down and having a conversation, like before we started, and like, hey, here's the ground rules, and establishing an open communication and a willingness to talk about the hard stuff. Did you thoroughly. do that with your boss? I did. I did. Okay. It's the first time I ever did that. And while he and I had worked together for about a year. I just really wanted to drive that point home. Like this doesn't work for me if we can't have dialogue about something that's messy and not be okay with it. So that was step one. Now that's, that's step one. There's a lot like you have to nurture that you have to keep that going. And I, I believe that made a difference in setting the tone of, Hey, we're in this together. You hired me to do something. I've got experience and skill, but you can cut me off of the knees really quickly by right. by doing a couple of things. So let's talk about that and make sure that we understand what's cool and what's not. I think that's what I mean by relationship
0: building. And part of it is relationship, but part of it is it's almost contractual is when the going. So that's what I'm suggesting before the going gets tough.
1: Mm-hmm. Like when the going yeah. is
0: actually easy, Right. establish your contract, your verbal contract, your discussion around how will we handle messy shit? Right. How, how are we, are you even willing? And, and, and actually respectfully, how do you want me to come to you? Uh, Like, do you want me not to say it, which would be a problem? Right. Do you want me to say it softly to start with? Right. (laughs) You want me to just whisper, whisper, you're a jerk jerk and we're, and we're going down the (laughs) crapper or, or what? Do you want me to pass you a three, you know, a post-it note with, with, with with something on it? But, but in all seriousness, like establish that. Yeah. The other, I think cool thing about it is how, how do you want to receive it? So it's not one way so it's really a, it's a two-way relationship sort of negotiation or discussion mm-hmm. um and then not let it go like you said it's not a one-time conversation but it sets the stage and then when the going gets tough you can you can even remind each other that yeah. you go back there and say ah oh, we have a i'm just adhering to our agreement yeah right and let me let me give you this gift of feedback here and yeah. see how we negotiate it so I, I'd strongly suggest folks, in general, to do what you did.
1: So let's pretend you didn't do that when you started. Should our listeners, like, walk into their boss's office tomorrow and say, like, Hey, um, Mr. or Mrs. Smith, um, I'd like to establish a working relationship. Yeah,
0: see, I think you should. I mean, and, and again, it's two-way. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think it's – you're not doing it to them. You're not doing it – if your mindset is, I'm establishing a one-way uh, contract to be able to dump shit on my boss, that's the wrong mindset. Yeah, right. Right. Establish a contract where this is how I'm going to give you feedback. This is how I want you to give me feedback. Uh, good feedback, and then when the going gets tough, how are we going to handle it? Like, do you give me a sign with your ear or something like that? So it's fe- whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. So I'm pre- so we're prepared <clears throat> yeah. to have a to have that kind of conversation. I think if you've never done that, I would I would suggest doing that. Uh, and it can be awkward, I guess, or whatever. But what's even more awkward is exactly like, is like going into as if you don't do it, yeah, and then just going into battle, right? Yeah. Because that's what it is. You've established you you've established no rules of engagement. When when the stakes are the highest, that's what we're talking about here. I think, right? Yeah. Like talking, you know, you're, we're yeah. going, we're going in
1: the absolute wrong direction now. As a boss, I think I'd be like, "Yeah, that's awesome. Let's do this." I think so. Yeah. yeah. Like I think you, it would be relatively rare for people to respond poorly to you walking in. Well, particularly and the having heat's, that discussion when the heat's off. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I I I, I can't. I think it's something where we get. We don't, I don't know, I don't know why we don't do it. I, I've, I've sort of, I've been lucky that I've had a couple, uh, more than a couple times in my career, I've had really good bosses and it's almost, it's, it was almost a natural thing, right? Yeah. Like Ralph and I established this very naturally. Uh, the thing that made Ralph work really well is he was such a, I mean, and you're like this, he was so good at taking feedback. Yeah. Right. That it, it, it was, it almost embarrassed me sometimes. He was so good at taking feedback and I was less good about yeah. it, right? It just put pressure on me to raise the bar yeah. and not to get defensive and things.
1: Yeah, the thing that actually helped me in my current gig was that I started out as a consultant. So I felt like obligated to say the hard stuff, like right out of the gate, like, dude, this is a major problem. Ah. And so, so
0: that's that's let's nail that. That's let's that. pin that. What's modern language for that? Let's pin that? Uh, that's sure. Thought? Yeah, yeah. So no, I want to amplify that, yeah. that 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 thought. Uh another th- so we're talking about establish so one idea is to establish rules of engagement early. And if you haven't done that as early as possible. Yeah. And preferably before, even if something is the shit is hitting the fan, I would say before you overreact, establish rules of engagement. Yeah. Right, yep, I mean the day before yep. or two days before, or say i'm we're, we need to establish rules of engagement and I have a hard conversation to have. We have a hard conversation to have, yeah, but then the second piece of advice for Medicasters is the mind of a consultant, mm-hmm. like the mindset of a consultant where it has to be. Like I'm getting paid to say the hard stuff. Yeah, exactly. Where whether I like it or it's and it's not personal, right? It's right. It's my job. Yep. Uh, so and I have I have like a fiduciary responsibility to to tell
1: you the truth. And you're likely not there very long, so it can't wait. It's yeah. got to come out. So there's right a sense now. of urgency yeah. to it as well. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas I've talked about how I how serving in a consultative role changed my approach to so many things because I felt this like urgency and pressure to make a difference right now, because if it's not right now, I'm not going to be here Yep. right after that. So really trying to ensure that there was maximum value out of every hour that they were paying for.
0: Isn't that a, that's a cool, I don't know if we've ever talked about that in the medicast, but like the mind of a consultant gives you clarity, urgency, courage, right.
1: Well, and the in, the interesting thing was that it was like the fear was gone. Yeah. Because it wasn't, my job wasn't at risk. The relationship, if it went away, okay, I'll there'll be another client, there'll yeah. be another customer. Yeah. So yeah. all of that was gone.
0: That's actually a really interesting thing. I, I mean, I adopt it and I get it, but talking about it and articulating it and putting it on. so that's the, that, So that's another step to have these conversations.
1: Welcome to our social justice discussion. I'm Josh Anderson. I'm Bob Galen. We don't normally do the names, but whatever. I felt obligated since we do that all the time. So I have some quick announcements. Okay. I'm excited. This, this is
0: like the action stuff, right? Yeah. We're talking about actions. Yep. What are we doing? Um, this Thursday, so we're recording this on Tuesday, this Thursday, Brandon Reigns is an African American uh, Agile coach at mm-hmm. CEC and mm-hmm. DC, and he's spearheading it, but he looked for volunteers. So we're starting a coaching circle mm-hmm. for um, people of color uh, so that are interested in becoming agile coaches. Okay, cool. And uh, Brandon and I, Jesse Fuel is another coach up there. I think three, four, five coaches have volunteered, uh, and we'll be we'll see. I think we have about 10 people coming. Uh, the kickoff is Thursday night mm-hmm. afternoon. And we're going to decide what it looks like. And we're going to be doing mentoring, have some, you know, training sessions and things like that. We have to figure out the format. But the idea is, and and it's, I get I, real quickly when I was talking to Brandon uh, about my difficulty. Maybe I said this to you before. I said, I, I have trouble with my, my, my people of color network. I don't know that many people of color. And he's like, Bob, believe it or not. And he said, one, there aren't a lot in the agile coaching ranks. And mm-hmm. he says, I don't know that many either. Right. <laughs> and I had this assumption that yeah. he knows <laughs> gazillions of people yeah, and he doesn't either. Right. So it was, it's a challenge for both of us and challenge accepted. So mm-hmm. we're going to start that. So I'm proud of so that. So
1: two things. One, you really put the pressure on me to get this turned around before Thursday.
0: Oh, no, I didn't mean it to oh, do that. Oh, no, it's okay. No, it's no okay. I, didn't, I didn't. People can join.
1: People can join. So there. that's the second question. of If someone has interest, where do they get what me. they do? Contact okay. me. So bob at rgalen.com. Bob
0: at rgalen.com. You reach out to me. Do not be shy. Uh, there is no level. Uh, we're going to figure it out. We're going to establish. Uh, we'll have a tempo. We'll figure out what the tempo is, the timing. Uh, we'll probably partner people with mentor coaches, and we'll just figure it out together. Okay. Cool. All all we want to do is we want to get we want to increase the number of um, people of color who are doing agile coaching. Sounds good because there's not. We need more
1: diversity. Amen. That. Yeah. Okay. All right. My turn. Uh, So if you've listened to previous episodes, you've heard me building up to a difficult conversation with a friend of mine. And last time we talked, I think I said, "Hey, I." I, you left a message. I something. left a message. And yeah. I was and I was actually kind and of. You were leaned. trying to get credit for leaving message. <laughs> yeah. Uh so that person called back. We had a discussion. And it went about as well as I think it could. I felt like I did a good job uh unemotionally explaining my my frustration, my concern, how I think things could be better. And The response was one I wasn't expecting, but now that I look back at it, um, I I should have expected it. And the response was like, hey, Josh, this isn't your problem to solve. And my response was, well, actually, I think it is. I Mm -hmm. think it's everybody's problem to solve. And I'm kind of sad that you don't believe so because this is how we've gotten here. And I think we need to do something about that. So luckily – I've, I've been in the business of changing cultures with large groups through agile adoptions, everything like that. So I, so I walked in not expecting to have a victory in conversation one, but I at least laid the foundation of, Hey, here's a problem. Here's a way that I think we need to do better. So now it's incumbent upon me to revisit that. Just like when you're trying to change culture,
0: Number 1, time. yeah, it, it, takes, time,
1: take, it, it takes, takes time, it takes effort and you, and you're asking just like when we're trying to do a transformation to agile with that you're asking someone to change the fundamentals of how they work. Takes, and now what I'm trying to do is convince somebody to change the fundamental the fundamentals of how they think about something. So that's going to take time and energy and now the the real challenge to me is I need to be committed to making this happen. Otherwise it really is me just saying this is not your problem to solve, yep. right? So that's the that's the challenge I but have staring back the seed, at me. Josh. Yeah,
0: you planted the seed,
1: right? So I feel good, but mission was not accomplished. But I also know that I have work to do. Is this a person like close to you, yeah. friend, family? Yeah. Decades, decades. See, that's yeah.
0: I mean, that's a wonderful role model because those are those are much. I mean, they're all hard conversations, yeah. But that's a particularly hard. Yeah. Cool. I need to give you another head, any more on that? Nope. That's it. So I had a, I've done a two for this week. Man, good you. Nice. I'm ahead of you. Yeah. Right. You just see my back, right? Yeah. Numbers on my back. I'm yeah. like that guy that's like way out there. Yeah. Like a Q-tip, like just way out in front of you. So Camille Sproul is a local, agile, uh, African American coach. Mm-hmm. I've known Camille for maybe three, four, five years. Very, very lightly. Uh, she's re- she has a woman owned business that does agile coaching mm-hmm. uh she's she's put her money where her mouth is and she's hiring minorities and and folks in that business um and she reached out to me i think she looked at my i had a black lives matter thing on my website and it was funny she's and she wanted she just sent me a note can we talk about uh diversity and inclusion i said sure uh and we got on the phone and pretty soon she well She asked me, I told her my Genesis story with my daughter. I told her Mm -hmm. something like that. Mm -hmm. And she says, you know, thank you for sharing that. And she's been reaching out to people who say they're doing diversity. And she's like, everyone's talking, and but no one's taking action. Right. And she's like, that's frustrating the heck out of me. Mm -hmm. And she's like, you seem to be committed to taking action. And I talked about you. So I'm going to introduce you to Camille. Okay, sounds good. I said, you have to talk to Josh. Just as a networking, yeah. Just as a connection, because I said, I said, Josh and I are committed to trying to look for action, and she would be a wonderful connection. Sounds good. And uh, they're going to brainstorm, like how can we? There's areas we have a platform or whatever we can do to help. Mm-hmm. So I explained what I was doing, but I was very pleased about that, and I passed the Camille test. You did? Well, no, but it was like this. No. Yeah. And and it was sincere on my yeah, part. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, I I thought it was really courageous. And she didn't come off. She was very. She's like, I'm just blessed that someone is taking action. Right. It's like she, I think I got the feeling she was getting it to the end of her rope. She was yeah. having all these conversations yeah. with people who were saying saying the right things, but don't want to do
1: don't want right. to yeah. do
0: anything. Uh, and uh, it just blessed my heart to like you know get that affirmation.
1: Yeah. Too. Well, that's good. That's that that's encouraging. Well, it's discouraging that she keeps running into that but it's encouraging that we can help her whatever uh, yeah whatever whatever we can do do, little things i don't i don't care but she's
0: like-minded people banding together so fantastic So i will connect you too sounds good thank you so Metacasters, a little bit of accountability this week yeah on to the episode let's do it
1: I think we start with the thing that everybody should do like tomorrow is walking into their office or walking into their boss's office or asking to meet them. So I guess you can't do that right now. Scheduling a Zoom meeting or a Google Hangout yeah, or whatever yeah. your video conferencing solution of choice is. And how do you establish that? How do you do it comfortably? I think the ideal situation is it's a non-threatening situation that it's like, just like, hey, it's it's a Wednesday, and nothing's on fire but like hey you know i've been thinking i want to make sure we work effectively as a team when stuff gets bad like it's not bad right now yeah. but i want to ensure success when it really really matters when the stakes are high and it's probably best if we do it now before stakes are high so let's yep. so let's talk about that let's establish what that would look like when yep. something goes crazy i might lead with yourself
0: So, so if you lead, so there's two, there's only two directions. I lead with, I'm doing this to give you, so I, I might lead the discussion to say for me so that you can give me feedback. I'd like to establish mutual rules of engagement. Mm -hmm. So, so you're not feeling like you're threatening your boss. So even if the, if there's nothing in, and and I'm not, I'm not saying it's one way, but the conversation starter is I'd like to sit down with you, Josh and talk about how you can give me hard bit feedback. You know what? It struck me the other day. We've never done that, mm-hmm. uh, and I would just I wanted to share with you, like how I take data. The best way to get my right. attention, the best way to sort of tell me that it's serious, uh, the best way to communicate intensely to me, uh, and then and then just as part of that conversation, and say, could I re- could, could we do that for you as well? Yeah. So I, I might lead with self.
1: What do you think about that? Um, so the only thing that struck me is I could tell that you were mulling that over. I, I was uncomfortable with that because it's almost like you haven't done your job giving me hard feedback. So I'm going to sit down and make you learn how to give me hard feedback. Now that's me as a leader. Like if somebody were walking to my office, I feel, I would feel like, holy crap, I failed this person. And I would feel an immense sense of guilt, like wow, I so really that's you. failed. That's you. right. So that's me. So, and it wouldn't be that I'm mad, but to me, it, it's and I'm okay with that because, like Ralph, like that feedback is like, dang, you're right. I'm sorry. Let's fix that right now. Not you, son of a. Yeah. I, like yeah. I think I'm doing this, and yeah. you're telling me I'm not. Yeah. Get out. Right. Yeah. Like that's not me. Maybe that's your boss, but that's yeah. a that's a reaction I had to that, which is why I started with the team thing. Yeah, because that's that that's me. That's how I think. However, you start,
0: but maybe be thoughtful with the starting. I I I guess what I'm trying to get away from is going in there, and and putting it all on the boss in some way. Right. Right. Uh, The other thing is just make it a reflection. I I mean, you went down to feeling guilty. And most people don't have. I mean, when was the last time you? Maybe you do this a lot, but a heart to heart, telling Mm -hmm. someone how. It's not talking, it's what's the best way to get to communicate to you, Yeah, right? What's the best way to get, is it data, is it feelings, is it both? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like emotional intelligence conversation, right? Most people don't have those conversations, right. like in the recruiting process yeah. or on the onboarding process. So it's a new, that's why I was saying start with self, just to sort of like yeah. explore it with yeah. the boss, but, I got you.
1: but whatever. So, okay, so you've done the intro. Yep. And now it's like, what are the things you should establish? Like, what should we talk about then? Like, okay, Bob, you were my boss. I walked in. You're like, okay, yeah, Josh, let's do that. So then now what do I say? Like,
0: <laughs> Well, I mean, I think you would say something like, uh, you know, I'm trying to prep. How do we have really hard conversations with right. each other? So do you want me to run in with my ha- hair on fire? Do you want me to be – so are you expecting calmness? Do you react to hair on fire? Right. Do you want data? Do you want me to do some pre-analysis, Josh? Do you do you need like an analysis a red white green a red yellow green status report right with red colors uh, yeah are you looking to, for me to handle it for a while like are you a don't bring me problems bring me solutions kind of manager yeah I'm just rambling but I'm
1: I'm I'm using these things to say this is what we're exploring well and so some of the conversations that I had was on the fact of hey when something goes sideways here's how I'm going to attack the problem. Mm. And here's what I need from you. So that's fair. Right. And, and like, number one was like, let me do my job. Yep. Like you hired me to do this job. So you're just
0: straight shooting. Babe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah.
1: That's me. Like, listen, like you hired me to do this. And if something goes sideways, just say like, Hey, are you on this? And I'll be like, yes. And then let me go. So let me go solve the so problem. So you and
0: I did two different things there. I think if I, I was going like soft and squishy a little bit. Yeah. Right. And you just went for the juggler.
1: Well, because to, what I wanted to do. Yeah, because what I wanted to do was I I wanted to walk out of that room with clarity that, hey, when something goes bad, yep. how are we going to react? Yeah. And the last thing that I need is micromanagement. And if I say I've got it, I've got it. You got to so, give me the space to do it, and then I'll ask for help. See, I think both yeah. of us are fine
0: it's yeah. a conversation i like i can't believe that i this is like a birthday present to you <laughs> right happy birthday josh i like i you know i'm a straight shooter yeah i have an affinity for that right i love that lay your cards on the table i mean do a little bit of niceties in the beginning don't go yeah in, right you know you know shake my hand and tell me you lo- like me to some degree <laughs> before you nail me but that level of clarity of empowerment yeah and where, where do I stop and you kick in? Yeah, right? And what boundaries, like right. boundary discussions, uh, alignment discussions? I think that's perfect,
1: yeah, yeah. And that's served very well, and, and there's always reminders and things like, hey, like you know, come on, like give me a little space here, right at you know six months, but down I months I would now, say, but yeah.
0: Josh, what if you are really screwing the pooch, Josh? How do I? Okay, I yeah, get I get, yeah. I get that cocky facade <laughs> yeah. that you put up, Josh. Just now that you want to be empowered, right? Yeah. I, I get that, yeah. and I and I'm willing to honor that. But how do I approach you when you have on that rare occasion? It, well, yeah, I mean, that's, uh, you know, everyone's every, every in a millennia, yeah, yeah, where you where you make a huge mistake, and I have to give you I'm feedback. I, I'm
1: clearly 45, and we're not going to see it again.
0: No, and never, <laughs> ne- never again.
1: Uh, but 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 yeah right exactly but that's it like hey like if you see me going off the rails here's how i think you should come and like like slap me out of it or whatever not physically but like dude like this is not happening Uh, so establishing that to where it's clear and understood how we're going to work together and how i could be given space but also there's times where like you're you're looking at this little sliver and and you think things are going well but somebody else might be seeing a larger picture and you need that right so it what while it may have started off but like don't ever talk to me it was like hey when things are going bad let's sit down and say okay i got this here's what i'm going to do and then you got to let me go do it but i need that feedback like i crave feedback i think that's something we've talked about here a lot so having that dialogue is important to me, but also enabling me to do my thing is important. I think it's a, part of this
0: discussion. As you were talking, the the term self-awareness popped into my mm-hmm. head. Yeah. And, and there is this thing called the Johari window, which has like four quadrants and there's the unknown. So there's things that are unknown to you and others. Yeah, okay. If you've seen it, there's the things that are known to you, but unknown to others. There's the things that are known to others but unknown to you. And then there's the unknown unknowns, right?
1: Mm-hmm. And,
0: and they call the known knowns the arena. And what you're trying to do is increase over time. You're, you're not trying to become to- totally self aware, but you're trying to reduce those other quadrants. Yeah. Right. So the unknown unknowns, you, you can discover that by getting coached. Yeah. Right. That's like your sports coaching, probably. I don't, I don't yeah. know I have a Twitch. Someone so that's you know, and then and then a coach sees a film and discovers it, and then sure, then that would move from the unknown unknown to you know known to the coach, but not known to you, yeah. so coaching and feedback from your boss
1: and those are magical moments, yeah, those are like here's a silly example um i I was working with a group of people, some of which I had worked a couple of times with, and they just one of them jokingly threw out uh josh you generate a lot of uncomfortable awkward silence like sometimes it's really hard to go to lunch one-on-one with you because you'll just sit there and think about things and it won't like i'm going to lunch to have a discussion to talk about things and you're sitting there processing something in the background and it's really uncomfortable and i was like i do that and everybody around the table was like, "Yeah, you yeah, do it." Yeah. And then I brought it up to my wife, like, "You know what they said at work today? Can you believe this?" And she's like, "Yeah, that's you." <laughs> so and that's and that great. was a gift where I'm like, "Oh man, I do that." So then I started really paying attention and started yeah, working on it. Yeah. But if somebody didn't share that with me, I would have continued that for another forty years. And it likely would have gotten worse, so
0: that's what I'm saying it's not we crafted this metacast with like you know hard you're wrong feedback, but I'd almost yes that that's what we're talking about, but it's also just Josh, you're not aware of this feedback right as well you have a bias right you're you're or you're you're taking this tack, Josh, because you're unaware of your bias, right? Yeah. in this area, so it's, it's so it's sort of blending in self awareness, which is a hard part of those yeah. conversations.
1: Okay, so we've had the initial conversation. Yep, and we fast forward some number of months. Yep, the wheels are coming off, and uh, your boss is pretending nothing's wrong and you are like all of the alarms are going off your spidey senses. So go in. So have that conversation. So it's just walk in. There's no walk in. Just walk in. I think if you do the prep work, this is going to
0: sound uh, too simplistic. I don't think it is or naive. And I don't think it is if you've done the prep work. Yeah. And not just that one meeting, but if you've done relationship building where like you've walked in with a minor thing mm-hmm. that needed discussion, you've practiced it, you've got the protocol down between you. You have a solid relationship between you, yeah, right. And that that doesn't mean hundreds and hundreds of these interactions. It could be a handful, but if you've done that, then I think all the bullshit goes away, and you just have the conversation yeah. because you're but now now the work that you've put in. You shouldn't have to dance. You shouldn't yeah. have to. What I'm what I'm trying to say is, you know, you know how. When you're dancing around topics you're not communicating sometimes. Yeah. When you're fearful, you're not clearly communicating. You set the stage, I think, for the laser focus. Josh, you're making a damn mistake. Yeah. Right? We're going over here and we need to do this. Yep. This is what I think. I love you, man. I respect you. We've talked about our protocol. But I am like I am I am like a a fifteen on a scale of ten that we are and 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 I've come in. I haven't let it stew for a month. Yeah, right. I've I've felt this way for two days, so you're hearing my intensity. But you have that clarity of conversation. Then you have the clarity back, Bob. You know, you need to smoke a joint and just
1: relax,
0: <laughs> <laughs> or, or whatever, right? Because I've got whatever. But, yeah, but you're not mincing words either, right? Exactly. Right. Yeah, we're not. We're having. We're having that crucial conversation.
1: So the real magic that everybody should take away from this is do the work, put in the effort and energy to make these moments a non-issue. Yeah and if you do that and it is it requires intentional work it's not going to just happen no you have to start it off with the initial discussion really establishing that and then actually implementing it don't don't say hey that thing we talked about 6 months we've never no. actually no yeah Right. you got to practice you have to grow it it's, you it's have relationship to relationship it. building it's right. it, it's
0: it's not it's not buddy buddy relationship it's it's sort of crucial conversation relationship building yeah Right, and you, and you need to focus on that. Otherwise, I, I, I think these are really hard conversations to have. And the, and the biggest thing is not the level of fear. It's the, the the thing that troubles me the most is if you don't set the stage, you're both talking beside each other. Yeah, you're not connecting, right? You know, and you you know that right? It's not there. There's a, there's an issue. There's two incredibly seasoned people looking at the same situation and seeing A versus B, mm-hmm. but they're not connecting on the like the you know what what do we do? Yeah, they're talking they're talking beside each other, or they're getting defensive, or they're getting angry. Or they're surprised yeah. that they haven't aligned. Like, what you know? I thought your role was this, mm-hmm. and my this is my this is my decision space, Josh. Right? We right,
1: but we yeah. never talked about that. And if you don't do this, how can you really expect things to get better? Like this, this is what is required for whatever goal your group is trying to achieve. We talk about this all the time about creating open communication within. Agile teams. This is no different. You have to have the willingness to go have the hard discussion with your peer, with anybody else, to ensure that you as a team can go solve the problem. Because if it was easy to solve, it would already have been solved. Yep. This 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 issue that came up wouldn't really be an issue that stopped, but it's clearly one of the things that's preventing your organization from reaching the goal so you have a responsibility to have this discussion and if you don't then things aren't going to get better and there's no one to blame but yourself
0: and and if you have an excuse like i don't have the," this is you know frou-frou fluffy relationship stuff and we have shit to get done that's not the right mindset from my point of view this is important. This is more important than writing code and delivering. This is how you lead within your organization, how you handle tension, mm-hmm. how you handle in the moment decision-making, right, and really challenging each other. I, I wonder if I can uh, put a twist on this real quick. Sure. Uh If you have people reporting to you, should you be doing the same thing? So we're talking about, you know, I'm a manager talking to my director. So the the focus of this was upward. Mm-hmm. Does this does the same conversation work downward like there's ten people working for you yeah at uh, dude solutions mm-hmm. you, you had ten direct reports yeah should you be establishing the same boundary conditions
1: with the people that report to you uh to me yes because you are creating a culture of Openness and it might be scary or intimidating for someone else to do that. So just take, take the ball and say like, here, we're going to talk about this because I think this is healthy for us to have. So in I think place. there's a
0: practice thing. What I'm getting, it's, it's, Are I think it's 360. Practice? I am. See, I'm talking about, but I think you, it's not the intent of it. The intent is openness and transparency mm-hmm. and, and pre negotiation and awareness, uh, and relationship building. But I think as a leader, you know you as you're establishing it upward why don't you practice downward mm-hmm. and that in and, and fine-tune that now you're now you're seeing both sides of the same coin I think that would be healthy to try to do and
1: that. as a leader having done this it's harder to do it down uh, because people have this just retained, baggage or fear or something that like yeah okay you're saying this my previous boss said this exactly it didn't really end up like that so i don't really believe you so i hear the words come out of your mouth but yeah right but so you're going to have to
0: work that right, right exactly
1: so it's just like like you have to continually work that you have to continually model you have to continually set the example to break that and down. and one of the things I've done is I really highlight when people do this, when it's hard, and I talk about those moments. And it's embarrassing for some people, but it's important to really drive home the point of this is really important and I really value yeah. this. And we're here succeeding yep. because someone had the courage to call me out and say, we're going down the wrong path. And here's how I think we can fix it. But we wouldn't have gotten here if that person didn't have the gumption to come in and say, listen, we got, we got to talk. So it's downward too. Uh, but upward, I mean, the focus of this Metacast
0: was that upward really, so a, a real hard bit, because whatever happens there is going to cascade into your team anyway, right? Yeah. It's going gonna, it's gonna to cascade downward. Uh, can I make another ad? I don't know why not. What if, so three months down the road, blah, 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 you have some agreements. So two things can happen. Um, your boss doesn't remember the agreements. Mm-hmm doesn't adhere to the agreements or the relationship and just basically stonewalls you. So, so now you have like, I come into you, Josh, my God, you know, the sky is falling and you're like, no, it's not. And we have to change. We have to change directions. You're like, Bob, you're wrong. We're going to stay the course. Mm -hmm. I'm the boss. You're not. Have a nice day. Right. What would you do then? If I were you talking to me? Yeah. What do, you uh, do, what do you do yeah, if you yeah. hit a
1: stone? So you've done this, but you hit a stone wall for whatever reason. I was like, okay, so hold on. So not too long ago, we talked about this. And I would probably say, it's probably my fault for not keeping this conversation at the front of everybody's you mind. Would,
0: you would do that, wouldn't yeah.
1: you? Yeah. So it's probably my fault that um, you're not remembering this. So I'm going to try and... Remind everybody about what we talked about, because what's happening right now is different than what we talked about. There you go, and it's making things harder than I think it should be. Ah, so let's let's revisit that real real quick. Then we'll come back to the topic. So that's how I would that's how I would do that. Oh, the nicely played, nicely played, sir.
0: I think have we done? Have we covered this one? Are we missing something?
1: Um. I think so. I guess so. We'll find out. People will tell us. I think so. I think we've covered it. And if it. we didn't, we're expecting an open dialogue from our listeners yeah. to where I'll you give a, us that feedback of I like Bob and Josh. The point
0: is just do it. Yeah. You, you have a
1: responsibility. There's too much wussiness in the world. There's too much. Oh, I've got something. So this came up in the stream last night that my initial argument for this discussion was – Do you really need, like, can you just take action on the thing without talking to your boss? I feel like there are many people that too often go up the chain when they don't need to. Where there's asking instead of doing. Okay. Instead of like, hey, here's something that's wrong. I'm going to go fix it. I feel like there's not enough of that. So, uh, ownership. Ownership, yeah. Um.
0: I think I think that's true. There's this command and control thing, the right yeah. hierarchy, command and control, uh, commander's intent, the military analogies, Taylorism, right? That manu. So I think all of those historical things say it's like checks and balances. You have mm. to check, right? You have to ask permission. So I, I think even in agile context, you you inherit that stuff, right? So when we're saying crucial conversations here. I think it's the ones that you have to have with your boss. Okay. Right? Okay. Like, for example, we're going in the wrong direction. Yeah. Right? The boss is, let's say the boss is taking us in that direction. Mm -hmm. I don't think you should undermine the boss. Right, yeah. You're right. And change and, and call up everyone
1: and say, stop working on that feature. We're going to work on this feature without letting your boss. But I have seen so many people that have the answer in their hand and they're sitting on it and they're waiting. And I know they're empowered. Because I'm in the organization, and I've talked to their their boss, and it's clear that they that they want this behavior to happen.
0: I think that's a separate medicast, though. Okay. Or separate. I'm not disagreeing with you. I think it's the the empowerment. Are you saying that's part three of the hard stuff? It could be, or it could just be its own okay. standalone. All right.
1: We'll figure that out. Well, I'm
0: actually working on a, a blog right now. <laughs> Imagine that. And it's based on seeing managers... Mm-hmm. Who are creating space. So there are managers in the world going agile who actually step back mm-hmm. appropriately. And it's really hard for them mm-hmm. because they're moving from this command and control posture back and they're giving the team space. Right. And and they and then they lament that the teams aren't taking the space. Mm-hmm. They're not taking the empowerment. They're not deciding on their own. Uh they're looking for permission. And the managers are doing their best to tap dance back. And the team members are... Oh, I've got a lot to say about that. Right. We should talk about and that. And from the manager's perception, they're creating the space. Mm-hmm. Now, the danger is no one's, the team's not filling the space. I think it's similar to what you're talking about. Yeah, okay. Right? Yep, I got you. The okay. team isn't stepping in to the space.
1: All right, well, everybody just got a preview of a future Metacast yeah. and a future blog post. Yeah. Will this be on the Agile Moose or I on the R- Galen? Uh, I haven't decided oh okay, I don't, so I don't know, follow both channels see it, it oscillates it, but it. i I think that's
0: I think that's a problem, yeah, I've seen it, and my heart in this case is going out. my heart is going out, normally, the teams, so there's two sides of the coin, the teams are blaming them, right? If you yeah. talk to the teams, well, they're not blah 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 but and and sometimes the managers aren't, yeah, but I'm talking to that minor percentage or whatever the percentage yeah. is that's actually creating the space. But the teams aren't yeah. taking
1: okay. taking the ownership. Well, we're we're going to dedicate a whole podcast to that yeah. at some point in the future. So, we'll so do
0: right, let's stick a fork in it. Yeah, let's do it, babe. Oh come on, that's we your birthday, doing, babe. We that was your so birthday, babe. Good. Yeah, I know. It know. was so from beautiful downtown Fuquay Varina, North Carolina. I'm Bob Galen. and I'm Josh Anderson. Shake and bake. Take care, of y'all.